As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, Blenders, it's Sean O'Connell, the managing editor here at Cinema Blend, and we have a bonus episode for you guys this week because there's so many amazing guests coming down the pipe in terms of uh, films coming to theaters and streaming and also getting heavy into the awards race, which brings us to this week's uh, segment. We were able to sit down with Delroy Lindo, who is coming back around to talk about his work in Spike Lee's Defied Bloods, and naturally we jumped at the opportunity to get some time with this amazing actor. He's uh, heavy into the best actor race right now, just getting the chance to sort of go deeper into his uh, performance as Paul in that film, talk a little bit about where Paul might be now politically, uh, dive deeper into his collaborations with Spike, uh, and just talk about the impact that the movie has had uh, both on the cast and veterans who are dealing with PTSD. I think you guys are going to find this is a really great conversation. So without further ado, a bonus episode of Real Blend, uh, well, a bonus interview with Real Blend anyway, we have Delroy Lindo on the show speaking about Spike Lee and the Five Bloods. Oh, Sean! Hey, Kevin. Delroy, we're, we're, we're poster friends, man. You have oh, you have that one. Oh, you, you <laughs> no, I have that one too. I just didn't hang it up. I've, got, I've got that one. And guess oh. what? Mine is signed by Spike Lee. So now, so, so is mine, Delroy. <laughs> <laughs> Take a oh, look shit. right there, Spike Lee. Hold up! Spike <laughs> told me I was the only one, man. The biggest difference between you and me, Delroy, is that I paid a hundred dollars for that, and you didn't pay anything. For <laughs> no, I did not. Look, Netflix, get Spike on the line. I gotta get to the bottom of this. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, I love I loved all the posters for the movies. On a serious note, really? yeah, they were really, really cool. All right, Sean, you go ahead and start off, buddy. All right, I will kick us off, uh, Mr. Lindo. I am very curious if uh, Paul is a character who's been on your mind lately because of the way the news cycle has played out. Um, is he someone that uh, have you thought about at all what he might have thought about the past few weeks? Good question. Very good question. That's a great question, actually. And I have to say the answer is Paul has not been on my mind vis-a-vis -vis the, the events of the last few weeks. And I think the reason for that is because <clears throat> Paul's not about um, the last few weeks. Paul would not have been in that crowd. Mm. 
he, he absolutely mob. Paul would not have been there, man. And I also think that Paul would have come to his senses um, in terms of understanding <clears throat> that all the things that were promised and all, all the things that, all the ways in which um, I was told my life would improve didn't happen, sight. <laughs> right. um, and anybody who, my belief in what I was told in 20, Paul, Paul's belief, my belief in what I was being told in 2015. Uh, are you guys still there? Because I'm getting something. Okay. Yeah, my belief in what I was being told in 2015 that caused me to cast that um, vote in 2016. None of those things happened. So I don't think Paul would have been there, man. <clears throat> it's interesting. Mm. Thank you for following, for following up. I was curious. Yeah. You know, uh, we're, we were looking over Spike Lee's career, and obviously one of the most incredible shots that he has in all of his films is a double dolly. Uh, and in this particular film, I think Clark, Clark Peters actually gets the double dolly where he's floating along, which is yeah. like incredible. And you go back and look at all the different ones he had in Malcolm yeah. X with Denzel going down the sidewalk. And I, and I just wonder, like, what how that decision is made. Like, and have you ever gone up to Spike and said, Hey Spike, I, I would love to do a double dolly. I mean, have you I mean, have you ever had the chance no. to do one? No, I've never had the chance to do one. I've never gone to Spike and said, "Can I do a double dolly?" <clears throat> because I because I, I know that if Spike felt it was appropriate for for my character, a character I was playing, to do a double dolly, he would he would do it. So no. No, 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 and no. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> um we uh we couldn't talk about this scene when we had you around for the normal press junket for the movie because it was spoilery and we couldn't dive into details for it. But I have to get your insight into filming the landmine scene um, with Jonathan Majors, which is one of the most oh. uh, challenging and, and yeah. emotionally both devastating and cathartic scenes. Uh, yeah. Was it a difficult <laughs> film to scene? Did you, ha did you have to do it over a long period of time? Was it something where you were able to get pretty quickly? How did it go down? Um, you know, a lot of, uh, there are a lot of people don't, talk about that scene very much. <clears throat> Interestingly, my nephew talked about that scene when the film first came out. My nephew, and I don't think he said it to me, I think he said it to my wife, and he talked about what that scene meant to him. Mm -hmm. um, so the answer to your question is, um, we worked on the scene for a few hours. Um, it, it, it wasn't a scene that we had to do quickly. We did it in its own time. Um, it's, it's, it actually is a really beautiful scene. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'll say this to you. <clears throat> Recalling that scene, one of them, the, the memories that I have recalling that scene was that I, I lost control in that scene. And what I mean is <clears throat> when Jonathan, my son, um, <clears throat> excuse me, David comes to me and I grab him yes. and I screamed and I screamed right into Jonathan Major's ear. And I felt so badly because I had lost 
I lost control. I could have, you know, his eardrum. And he was very gracious. He was really gracious. But I felt like shit for about 15 minutes because I had lost control. And um, you don't lose control as an actor. You do not. And, um, but he was really gracious and he got me back. He did something else later and he got me back. So we're even now, we're good. But, um, but isn't it important that the emotion of the scene gets you though? Didn't it mean that you were overwhelmed by the emotion of the scene? You know, it's, 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 um, sometimes challenging going back to talk about work particularly in the case of work that's been particularly powerful or has landed on audiences in a certain kind of, had an impact on audiences. And what makes it difficult for me is, I think, is that on many levels, I want the work to speak for itself. I don't want to deconstruct it um, because I don't want to run the risk of demystifying it in a way that I don't want to demystify it. I want it to just speak. But the answer to your question is we worked, um, Spike allowed as he does the work to um, um, unfold in, in its own time. And the one take where I screamed into Jonathan's ear um, I felt so badly that the, the next couple of takes, I, I made an adjustment so that I, I wasn't screaming right into his ear. And Jonathan and all of us in the scene, my mistake, my misstep didn't deter from all of us doing the work. Mm-hmm. And so in the final analysis, I don't know, it became stronger, if anything. It mm-hmm. became that much stronger and hopefully that much more powerful for the audience. You, that's stuck with me. La- good. And, and lastly, I would say that um, it's a moment. Yeah, it's a moment that it's clear the love that I have for my son. And that was important because, you know, there are various other aspects of our relationship that are fractious. And, and I would say, you know, if you don't believe, anybody who doesn't believe that as um, confused and it is mo- as emotionally um, 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 as I am, whatever that means, um, I love my son. Right. Right. So. Yeah, thank you. This episode of Real Blend is brought to you by Marvel Strike Force. Marvel Strike Force is a mobile squad RPG that allows you to battle with your favorite team of superheroes and supervillains in a fight to save the universe against threats like Doctor Doom and Apocalypse. Power up your favorite characters and build a team to complete missions, unlock gear and other resources, and even challenge other players in PvP modes such as Alliance War and Arena. New ways to battle with your roster are released regularly and the meta is constantly evolving. And now you can sign on for Marvel Strike Force's new Deadpool Anniversary event in order to receive a generous gift containing character shards, an anniversary diamond orb, gear, and other great items. Better yet, each week during the Deadpool anniversary, players can complete events and receive even more special rewards and skins. 
If you want to get in on all the fun of Marvel Strike Force, be sure to use our promo code MAXPOOL, that's M-A-X-P-O-O-L, and thank you to Marvel Strike Force for supporting the show. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You know, Del- Delroy, I-, I-, I have to tell you that I've never seen a film that has given me the understanding of PTSD more than this film. Um, and I say that because of the idea of Spike using your normal aged characters in the flashbacks as their older selves beautifully because it what it does is it helps you understand that they're reliving those memories in their older age and i wanted to ask you have you heard anything from veterans that have watched this film because i for me i'm not a veteran but i feel like i have such a better understanding of what someone might go through after coming back because of the way Spike portrays it in the film. And I wanted to get your thoughts on that and what you've heard from people. It's, it's one of the strengths of the film. It's, it's a testament to Spike's genius. It's a testament to his ability as a filmmaker to make lemons out of lemonade. Wait, to make lemonade out of lemons. <laughs> lemonade out of lemons. Um, because you should talk to Spike about this, but I think the prospect of using the de-aging that Mm -hmm. that Martin Scorsese used in his last film was never on the table for budgetary reasons. So what Spike did was embraced it, and it works brilliantly for the film. Mm -hmm. And And honestly... I didn't really think about this until journalists started asking me about it. All I can tell you is um, when I read the script, it made sense. It didn't not make sense. And it made a whole bunch of sense. It made a lot of sense when we were filming those scenes. And, And when I say it made sense, it's not that one was saying that to oneself, but what one was not saying was, this doesn't make sense. One was not saying that. It just was, it was completely organic to what we were doing. And now taking a half a step back and understanding that part of the reason that it's resonating for audiences such as yourself is because exactly we are reliving as our present day selves, our memories of Norm and our memories of our time in Vietnam. And it presents to the audience that dynamic so much more powerfully. Um, 
by virtue of the fact that the audience sees us as our present day selves going back into our pasts. Mm. And I'll say this, that is that. You're saying what you said about your understanding of PTSD um, is what every actor wants. Mm -hmm. It's what every actor on the planet wants. We want our audiences to have a greater understanding about something as a result of seeing our work and, and, and partaking, participating in the work. And so you as audience, you give me that, you give us that. And I've also heard from various vets um, about their appreciation for um, the work that we, we've done. Fantastic. So it's, yeah, it is fantastic. It's, it's, uh, it's extraordinary. Mr. Oh, oh, okay, go ahead, John. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I just wanted to briefly ask you real fast when you uh, about breaking the fourth wall and speaking to the camera real fast, uh, just that scene, because I, that was the question I was actually going to ask you there, but I really wanted to get your perspective on the PTSD thing. But just uh, briefly, do you mind just speaking on the idea of breaking the fourth wall as an actor talking into the camera? That monologue is so incredible. And I just wonder, like, as an actor, what that's like. Is it, is it weird to talk right into the camera like that as a character? It wasn't weird because Spike had told me a few weeks prior to shooting the film, uh, shooting that scene, that I would be talking directly to the camera. So it was not a surprise. It was something that I took on. Um, um, when I say I took it on, um, I knew, just as I'm looking at this green dot on my computer right now to look at you all, uh, if I knew that it was a, you know, a technical... Um, component of what the work would require. Um, he told me. Um, and it was uh, it was um, it was it was it was it was it was terrific from from the standpoint that um, we all ended up we Myself, the camera operator, Spike, we all, uh, the, the ADs, we all ended up dancing together in that scene. And what I mean by that is that when I first, my first take of that scene, um, I came through the underbrush and I stopped. And Spike said, no, nah, man, don't stop. I need you to keep, when you come through, keep walking. So now, um, I am now dancing with the camera operator, right? Because he's walking backwards filming me. Now, again, I'm not deconstructing it like this in my head at, in the moment. I'm deconstructing it like this for purposes of speaking to the journalists, right? Um, but it's, it's interesting. So now Spike says, don't stop. Okay, so I won't stop. So I've already committed the words to memory. I've worked on on, on the word, the, the, the physical words that I have to say, I've, I've prepared that before I start the scene um, because I, I, I want, I don't want to be fumbling for the words. I want to be able to say those words in my sleep. So I've done that part of it. I've then um, made certain decisions about what those words mean to me and why. I'm now then trying to, I'm now about the business of infusing those words emotionally. And, I'm, and I've done that work. Um, when I say I've done that work, I've put the building blocks in place so that I can explore those things in the scene. 
Now we start doing the scene. Spike says, don't stop. I don't stop. Now I'm dancing with the camera person because the camera, Ari, because he's walking backwards and he's got the crew holding him so he doesn't fall. And I, so the two of us are dancing together. Spike then is is observing what I'm doing, and I, I overhear him say, not the, after maybe three or four takes, I overhear him say, "Leave him alone. He's in the zone." That tells me I'm doing, I'm serving the story. I'm doing what he needs me to do. That gives me an added sense of confidence. And I now, because we're on the fourth and fifth take, I'm now starting to feel comfortable, and I can really explore this work emotionally um, and I'm dancing with the camera people and the crew. Now we get to a point where I am, uh, I am stopping a couple times because I'm, I'm, I'm taking the machete and I'm cutting down, I'm, I'm, I'm hitting the, uh, I'm slicing through the undergrowth. Ari knows that I'm doing that. So now he stops, he knows where I'm going to stop. So we're all dancing together, man. And as I become more and more comfortable and, um, the scene becomes richer and richer and Spike is allowing me, allowing um, uh, multiple takes. And I know he's happy. I have a sense he's happy. And now I start improvising a couple of small things and he's embracing that. Um, it's why I went to acting school. Wow. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is the shit right here. This yeah. is the shit. And, and, and it's not the, in the moment I'm saying, oh, this is the shit. I'm saying that now. You know, yeah. it's just it's just affirmation on top of affirmation on top of affirmation on top of affirmation and professional workers working together and working together and working together and working together. And there was one thing I just lastly, I'll say this. One of the crew members, the crew, they don't talk a lot. They don't they don't say a lot. They do their jobs. And. One of the crew members said something to me. It was, uh, it was one of the cats, it's one of the cats who was, um, I don't know what his job is, but he, he just kind of said something to me and said something to me in passing that was uh, special. They don't talk, the crew, they don't, they don't. And he said something to me, it was real. Um, all of that, collectively, he said something to me about, about that scene. All of that collectively leads me to believe it's working. It's working. Right, right. That's fantastic. That's all you want. That's all you want. Yeah. That's all you wow. want. Well, uh, we're out of time. We really appreciate all the time you gave us, Mr. Lindo. God bless. Thank you very, right. very much. Thank you. Take, take care. care. You guys take care. All the best. Thank, Thank you. you. Naturally, we have to thank Netflix for giving us time with Delroy. It was fantastic to have him as a guest on the show. Uh, I love the way that the interview got off on a really light foot with uh, he and Kevin going back and forth about their signed Spike Lee posters. It set the tone for uh, the interview and the conversation we were going to have. But I also thought it was really great the way that he truly seemed to, you know, pause on each of the questions, process the question we were giving him, uh, come back with a really deep uh, insightful, heartfelt answer. You could tell that this is an important project for him. So any chance that we get a, a, an opportunity to go for an extended length of time with a tremendous performer like that who has such a rich history with Spike uh, and really, you know, burrow into 
a riveting performance in a fantastic film. Uh, it's so valuable to us, and I, I hope that's why you guys continue to tune into the show. Uh, make sure that you keep following A Real Blend on social media and staying up to date with the podcast. Uh, if you're on YouTube, go down and hit subscribe, turn on your notifications. That way, when we post a new video like this, you guys will be the first ones to hear about it. And in the meantime, we'll be back next week uh, with a full episode, with a premium episode for our premium subscribers, and, and more interviews just like this one here on The Real Blend Podcast. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.